0: Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Goldberg is your new Universal Champion, and the IWC lost their collective minds. Can we find some positive out of this? Or is this what completely turns everyone off of WWE? When it comes to feuds and wrestling, is it us that are the heels? We discuss two major storylines and how we, the fans, are completely going against the grain on what is expected of us. <laughs> And was AEW the best go-home show for a pay-per-view in the last 20 years? We sound off on this episode of Dynamite, why it was so damn good. And of course, you get to hear our thoughts on AEW Revolution. All this and more on a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. Kenny, it's Izzy the prodigy here. Kenny, Brandon, what's going on? Chris Fan Fleet here! I hope the episodes just keep getting better and better and better
1: and just stacking them up like New Day pancakes. This was the biggest
0: accomplishment of your podcast. So send me a thank you, write me a nice letter, tweet me, DM me, FaceTime me, I'm me for Friday. Brandon Brown. Since when do we do a podcast episode <laughs> at 5 p.m.? On a Friday. I have no idea. Are people, are people working right now? People, are just, people are just getting out of, off of work. They're in their car. They're popping their first beer, which I don't <laughs> condone. Don't do that while you're driving, guys. Or they're headed to the bar right now, and they're listening to our yeah. voices. But, yeah, Brandon, let us nothing, know. Yeah, are nothing, we on the will, XM radio? <laughs> Brandon, nothing will drive people to drink more than the sounds of your voice at 5 p.m. on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think we're a good podcast to drink,
1: too. feeling good. <laughs> Cheers you, to that! Are you, you riding home? Are you commute? Yeah,
0: right. People are riding so. home. Usually, people are listening to us, us because right. Usually, we've done. Where, where can you listen to us, Brandon? Is that what you're trying to get me to say? Yeah, yeah. Where can we? Where do they listen to us? You know, you if can, it's five, five <laughs> PM on a Friday. You can listen to us <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, Google Google Play Music, s- uh, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or what, whatever random torrent you're using with VPNs to this week. <laughs> Just that's how I listen. Just to it. listen to us some some uh, sometime, Brandon. Sometimes some way. Well, this is yeah. actually this is actually my fault for once. So for, for <laughs> once so for once, uh, basically what what happened was I told Brandon let's record Thursday morning. But then I said you know Super Showdown wouldn't have happened yet, so I don't think it makes sense for us. You know I had a feeling I had a feeling something big would happen at Super Showdown. I was like maybe we should wait. Unbeknownst to me, I worked Friday morning, so I completely ruined everything, and I was, like, out of town last night, so there was no way we could record last night. Eh. Well, you know what? It worked out, I think. I think it's gonna work out.
1: This is a new time, new slot. Let's try it out, see how it works. See how people dig it. We're your preview you before SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> We're preview before SmackDown. So the episode won't be quite as out of date because we let get Super Showdown in there. <laughs> uh, is, it, is, is anybody from uh, India or Saudi Arabia listening? I wonder. At this hour?
0: Probably not. Actually, yeah. Now that I think about it, usually <laughs> in, when we have morning episodes, we have a lot more yeah. uh, of of the Middle Eastern crowd actually in here. But no, you're right. No, we're, we've completely alienated our middle eastern crowd, and I apologize to you, Slam Hub Wrestling. Uh, a little bit of the bubbly. See, I remember you, I remember everyone's names. Apologize to right. Slam Hub Wrestling's mother, who for some reason <laughs> listens to our podcast, brother, brother. <laughs> And, and oh, basically man. gets mad every time I say brother, brother. But speaking of brother, brother, uh, last week we, yeah. we did end with a very serious, serious topic of, uh, you know, bullying and uh, the uh, the Quaid and Bales thing. And I know there's I don't know if you've heard, but there's a lot of controversy ever since ever since then where people are saying he's lying. He's actually 18. What? He's not nine. Uh, that he's actually like a celebrity and he's using, he's trying to trick people. Um, oh, uh, oh. All, all this stuff's been dis, uh, disproved, but still there's a lot of controversy, which always happens in situations like this. Unfortunately, it's like, you know, did we, we just, get worked that no, we didn't get worked, brother, brother. But uh, on um, the topic of bullying, what I did want to do, um, I, I did mention this briefly, um, mentioned this briefly on the last episode but i went ahead and did it so here let me show you uh this is our new shirt we have a a shirt available on prowrestlingtees.com slash kenny for your thoughts and it's our don't hate brother brother shirt which is uh what we said last week you said don't hate but except for brandon we just didn't put that i put that in black print on the black t-shirt brandon (laughs) so you can't see it (laughs) you can't see it but it it does say except brandon yeah well and if you act now. I'll go ahead and sign, except Brandon on the back (laughs) for you. But all jokes aside, um, uh, this T-shirt, we're actually going to go ahead and donate the proceeds of it to uh, Stomp Out Bullying, a great organization. Um, So I I don't want to take a dime from this shirt. Um, I'm going to donate all the proceeds uh, to Stomp Out Bullying. And uh, yes, so it's available now. Pro Wrestling Tees definitely hooked it up. Like literally within submitting it, an hour later, it was available. So... Uh, very awesome stuff and i'm hoping hoping to partner with them so maybe we can kind of you know release it uh, uh, on social media a little bit more so, look at you mr philanthropist man give it away with money <laughs> just paying everybody making it rain Well, i mean i mean look I, it's not it's not like it's going to be thousands upon thousands of dollars but whatever you know whatever little bit we get and whatever support we get from the crowd uh would be would be awesome and we'll go ahead and donate that like i said to to that organization. I want to start doing more stuff like that. Use our platform yeah. for good. Because God knows we've been using it for, <laughs> for bad because Brandon's on here. No, Brandon's Brandon I, I, using all that money for, for strippers and cocaine. And I'd you know say... it's about time that we start using it <laughs> for good in this world, Brandon. It's been chaotic neutral.
1: Let's put it at that. Chaotic neutral, wow. Yeah. Speaking of chaotic neutral, <laughs> how about the biggest story in wrestling? And that is Super Showdown. The man, the best worker in the business. The what? Dolph, the best oh. worker in the business. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Losing to Mansoor.
0: <laughs> Wait, no, wait a damn second here I I, mean, this... So here I am thinking You're talking about the the Goldberg or the feed, Which no. is the, obviously the biggest news Coming out of Super Showdown no. But no, you're talking about Dolph Ziggler Which by the way, on our social medias At AKFYT Wrestling I was posting that Dolph Ziggler I said, hey, Ziggy's gonna job to Mansoor <laughs> and, uh, How did you I, call this? What do you mean, how did I call it? The, the, he's the freaking Saudi John Cena there's no uh, losing. Good. There's no losing in Saudi Arabia for Mansoor. But did you notice that the crowd is not exactly accepting that? I don't know if you have noticed that during the match, uh, Mansoor wasn't getting cheered a lot. He was actually because getting a lot like, of booze. It was Dolph Ziggler, but he was getting a lot of booze that had nothing to do with Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler, had nothing is to, a to do with Dolph Ziggler. It was just more so that like people didn't accept him, you know. Or Dolph Ziggler losing to Mansoor when people know like Mansoor doesn't do anything. He's not even on NXT right now. And it's not a shot at him. He's a great athlete. I've seen him at NXT Tampa. Uh, but yeah, he's just. It's just like okay, we're sick of seeing Mansoor just win every time they're in Saudi Arabia. Is it like an ethnic thing? Like is Mansoor I, no, like a hundred, a- well, 100 percent. He's he's Saudi, uh, and sorry. so they were in his hometown. I mean, so of course, of course, he's gonna you know have a match. But I don't think he needs to win every time. Like, it would have been better if like Robert Roode had cost him the match or something and then like beat him down or something. And then he, he, like, and then he fires up. And then he fires up and, like, you know, he didn't need the win, okay? Absolute he didn't need the shocker,
1: win. ladies and gentlemen.
0: But the controversy Shock. continues for Super Showdown because what did you think? I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't read it anywhere, but when The Undertaker showed up, I was actually, <laughs> like, hella surprised. You were surprised he showed up there. Yeah, well, I, I think so. I, was, I hadn't even thought about it. Yeah. Right. Really. They've shown, they've shown yeah. pictures of him there and stuff, but like, I don't know, for some reason, it didn't click that, like, when Rey Mysterio got attacked, like, oh, maybe Undertaker will show up. And I was all for this. Um, it's one of those things where I start realizing, like, you know, reading dirt sheets and all that is like James Ellsworth said it on our interview on episode 49. So, wow, that was, Brandon, that was like 20 episodes oh. ago. It's crazy. Really? But anyway, um James Ellsworth said it. He's like, I hate dirt sheets because you know it, it doesn't let me organically react to things. And yeah, I didn't know Undertaker was, was gonna be there, so when he showed up, I marked out. It was a mark out <laughs> moment, bro. <laughs> uh, he wins he wins the trophy there. He he gets the trophy. He wins the aggro crag. <laughs> so he wins a piece it? of the he it's a piece of the aggro crag. So for anybody Agri-crag. that doesn't know, if, you, if you're not a okay. 90s kid and you don't know what Guts is, please go look it up. Yeah, so Undertaker wins a piece of the aggro crag and, uh, and is, what was he, the best wrestler in the world? I don't even know what the hell that was for. Some uh, Sa- made-up Saudi yes. like award that they do every single time that they're in Saudi Arabia. They make up some title. You know
1: what happened? They lost the Andre the Giant trophy somewhere and they're like, you know what? What do you mean?
0: The trophy's like eight feet tall. <laughs> It's like a life-size us. trophy of Andre the Giant.
1: <laughs> well, well, you know, a, a fantastic win for uh, The Undertaker, I will say. I mean, how hyped are you about potential matchup with AJ Styles? I mean, AJ Styles, yeah. thing, I thought AJ Styles was hurt still, so, so I didn't know what was
0: going on. <laughs> so first of all, I kudos to you for actually watching uh from actually watching uh super showdown. I'm actually re- like Brandon, you're actually really impressing me the last couple weeks. Oh yeah, you hear him. Did, did I? I'm actually really impressed with you the past couple weeks because you've been paying attention. So even if you're faking it, you know Fake it till you make it baby. It's it's coming across really good. He's the best co-host in the history of wrestling podcast So here he is Brandon Brown himself. <laughs> but um the guy who was singing I won't even say it singing weird songs <laughs> before we came on air. Um I was hyped for this because, like, I don't know, like, because I was so hyped for Undertaker showing up, I'm like, maybe they're not wrestling at WrestleMania. Maybe they're just having their match right now. But then, of course, uh, when he just chokeslammed him and pinned him, I was like, okay, they're having their match at WrestleMania, which that started the controversy for the show because a lot of people were like, how are you going to bury AJ Styles like that? And I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay, I'm good with that. Right. One, it's Undertaker. And two, AJ had wrestled a couple people before that. Like, in kayfabe, he was exhausted. You know what I mean? Like, it's... It doesn't hurt that he lost to The Undertaker with one chokeslam. The Undertaker was fresh as a daisy. AJ Styles wrestled a couple people. Of course he's going to job out. It makes sense. It made complete sense. And then again, AJ Styles is going to be salty. Now we have our reason for AJ Styles to want to wrestle The Undertaker. He's going to be like, "Uh, you mean you embarrassed me in Saudi Arabia? I'll never let it happen again. You know? So (laughs) Never again, AJ. AJ. He and, will and, uh, rest uh, in <laughs> peace. <laughs> and even even uh, even our truth had a great showing in this match. r truth was money. I mean, if you if you all didn't watch uh, afterwards, they did like a special on our truth right after Super Showdown. Is it, it was really really good. Like, really, really good. I didn't see it live, but I saw it um, later on. And, and, man, R-Truth is just one of those guys. Like, you can just give him anything and he's good. He's like the complete opposite of Brandon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm okay with that because R-Truth is that good. It's true. But getting into, you know, let's, let's talk, some, talk about something on Raw that I wanted to address, which was oh, uh, yeah. that, that main event. And uh, they had the referee in Seth, Seth Rollins' pocket, if you will. Here's my question, all right? So we have a, a a shoddy referee. He's in the main event on Raw. How the hell did this guy get past the NXT system, huh? How do we get guys like Adam Cole, and we get guys like Velveteen Dream in the Vel- in, in the NXT system, but this guy can go past the NXT system, completely bypass it, and go straight to the main roster, and in the main event, no less. I mean, look, this well, guy. How's this guy We're just completely <laughs> defend the farming system, brother?
1: He takes bumps like a beast, man.
0: You saw him in there. The guy is absolutely fantastic. Like Tom Castor takes bumps like a beast. The guy <laughs> broke his leg off of a off of a bump in Velveteen Dream versus Roddy Strong. So, by the way, four tur- tur- uh, four tortoise says that's not a bad AJ Styles impression. I, I-, I mean, I I I, I-, 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 I want to thank you. <laughs> no, it's not bad. But <laughs> no, but him, seriously. Uh, <laughs> But seriously who the hell is this guy This is like Brandon becoming the co-host In an A1 podcast like this And just leapfrogging the system He didn't have an audition Brandon Some people just have it man He had the look he had the t-shirt he he had the t-shirt he just looked like a guy that would do something like this but speaking of the monday night messiah t-shirt did anyone notice or pay attention to the fact that they did not use any sort of monday night messiah graphics or anything in saudi arabia they knew better They knew better than to not put Monday Night Messiah, a sacrilege kind of thing, in Saudi Arabia, where that would just not be accepted whatsoever. They didn't Uh, let it slip
1: or anything. Michael, the only time
0: you heard it was that Michael Cole was saying it on commentary, which obviously they can't hear. Right. You know, unless someone had the network pulled up and they were like, What the hell is this? You know. <laughs> this? That's, that's why the crowd was notice I, I, I noticed that I made sure not to do an accent, but of course Brandon goes, What the hell is it? Like of course Brandon has to like Yeah, ruin it. I'm trying to be PC on this podcast sorry.
1: here. Sorry. I understand. Jeez. Try to get some sponsors. We gotta PC it up. We need to clean it up. We gotta clean, clean it, it up. We gotta clean
0: up for the for the sponsors, Brandon. Like, like, actually, speaking of which, like one of our sponsors, Mania Crawl. Mania Crawl Um, 7 is here in Tampa, Florida. It is the day of WrestleMania, a couple hours before. Go to ManiaCrawl.com. Order your tickets for Mania Crawl. It is a free event. Every dollar that you put uh, towards Mania Crawl, in terms of donations, I should say, will go to Connor's Cure. So another great cause, in addition to our t-shirt, another great cause. Jamie Mazowskis, the guy that, that runs Mania Crawl, is... One of the best people I know, so definitely, definitely see you at Mania Crawl. Me and Brandon will be there. Uh, I'll be there. At least I'll be there. Uh, Brandon's gonna be definitely like drunk <laughs> on the side of the building. Probably drunk, yeah, yeah. Brandon's like, <laughs> I listened to <laughs> I listened to myself on the podcast. I had to, I had to have a couple drinks <laughs> afterwards.
1: Bro, that crap happened to me uh, at a club once. It was really embarrassing. I, <laughs> I'm not I surprised. Yeah, a little bit too much. So, like, you know how they got like those little, a little like, bit wait, wait, wait come on, you you
0: you missed an opportunity right there. You had a little bit of the bubbly, a yeah. little bit of the bubbly, a little bit of the
1: bubbly. <laughs> you know, like they got those little benches off to the side where people like sit down. So where I nor, it was where cool. normal people sit, where, where yeah, Brandon where just passes sit. out. <laughs> My head was slumped over slightly. The bouncer guy came over and was like, "You gotta get the hell out of here." And I was like, "Ah!" So I had to stand outside awkwardly. And wait for the rest of the crew wait, wait, to come wait. out. You
0: act like you're not used to standing outside yeah. awkwardly. <laughs> no, I guess not. But, <laughs> oh man, never again. No oh, man. But Brandon, you know the top the yeah. topic of this episode, uh, the title of this episode, I should say, uh, is <laughs> "We're the heels, aren't we?" So there's a topic I kind of wanted to talk about because um, what I've noticed in a lot of feuds that have happened as of late. I'm feeling like, you know, the, the feuds are kind of normal, but we the fans have kind of turned on it, or we're doing things we're not supposed to, so I kind of wanted to address that. And the two <laughs> feuds I wanted to talk about uh, specifically are the Velveteen Dream, Roderick Strong feud, and the Randy Orton and Edge feud. So let's talk about Velveteen Dream and Roderick Strong. We have a situation where Velveteen Dream is going after Roderick Strong's wife, putting Roderick Strong's wife on his tights, and his kid I mean, for that matter, that? and his kid for that matter, but we the fans are cheering Velveteen Dream in this feud. We are pulling a Brandon Brown, and we are, <laughs> no, uh, we are cheering no. the debaucherous one in this feud, and I don't no. appreciate it. I, I use
1: 100% logic in everything I do, especially when cheering for certain wrestlers. I mean, why would so, I cheer for the guy that's got another family's wife and kids on his
0: like bye it's too much but you know what's cool is like it all all jokes aside it's like it's kind of cool that we're in in a state uh, the state of the wrestling business where we know it's like fake you know and so we kind of just cheer they kind of like let us cheer what's supposed to be the bad guy because again right. velveteen dream really is kind of the bad guy in this feud and yet we're cheering for him so they're kind of le- they let us fans kind of have fun with it they don't force it down our throats they force other things <clears throat> goldberg down our throat but wow, we'll get to that we will get day. to that wesley turner hey i see you in the chat so what's up um, now, would, would this storyline have gone over in, like, say, like the 60s or the 50s when they thought it was real? Well, first of all, the 60s, I, they would have never done a storyline like this. <laughs> and uh, in the 80s, when they did uh, Ravishing Rick Rude versus Jake the Snake Roberts, Jake uh, right. Ravishing Rick Rude had um, Jake the Snake's wife on his tights. Yeah, it, did, it was like, ooh, like, you're going to let a guy do that. And Jake went and ripped him off and kind of, you know, it made sense. It made sense. That's one thing I'll say is, like, Like, I feel like Roderick Strong should be a lot more livid than he is. Like, he should be going to try to rip those tights off. Because, like, think about it in a real-life sense. If someone has your wife's face on his crotch, you're going to go rip that crap off. You know what I mean? Um, But, yeah, and you know, the chat's saying, you know, well, Velveteen's retaliating for what they did to him. And that's true. That's 100% true. But that's the genius behind the Velveteen Dream character is that, you know, he works. It's like, okay, you mess with me physically, because remember, he went out in Fabe. In real life he had a back injury, but in Fabe, it was the undisputed era that caused it. So you put him down with a back injury and he's gonna come back and, and fuck with you psychologically. You know, he's gonna mess with you mentally. So he, he's not gonna mess with you physically, he's gonna mess with you mentally and then kick your ass. It's a great character. That's like Brandon, Brandon does that all the time. <laughs> Brandon likes to mess with me psychologically. You think, like, you think he really falls asleep during wrestling? No, he just does that to piss oh. me off. <laughs> He does that shit to he piss me can't off. do that. Go <laughs> on our YouTube. There is literally a video of Brandon falling asleep 101 times during an episode of AEW Dynamite. 101 times. That's not an exaggeration. Go see how that happened.
1: No wait, no, when I fell asleep during AEW last night, were you like yelling at me?
0: Oh my I, god. So Brandon Brandon uh Brandon comes, over for, out AE, out. Brandon comes for, over for yeah. AEW Dynamite quite literally at the total of the 2 hours. Uh, he sees a total of literally 10 minutes. Uh, no. And no and and usually <laughs> I yell at Brandon and I'm like, "Hey, wake up, dude. Like watch this." No, not this time. I'm literally yelling, "Wake up!" And Brandon's I'm like, "Dude." <laughs> He's still like he was. Oh, I don't know what happened. I don't know what kind of hard drugs he was on. He was completely knocked out. It was, it was hard. It was like, I felt like that, like, neglected child, you know, that like was like just poking, like, his dad's drooling, he's poking at him, and he's like, Daddy's sleeping. <laughs> you know it was messed up you'd ask me
1: uh when we were leaving you're like all right what matches do you remember that happened on yeah, the car
0: he didn't remember any <laughs> the only reason he <laughs> remembered is because i think there was like a still image on my computer still like paused on, on it and he's like oh uh, hikaru shida fought and i was like oh yeah That's who'd right. she fight and he's like uh, uh you know he didn't see any of AEW Dynamite, which might have been the best episode of AEW Dynamite. <laughs> you, yeah. but we'll get into that. Let me, let we'll me, let that, me finish yeah. on uh, Randy Orton and Edge. Right, so right. this week, we're going to we're have Beth Phoenix uh, showing up on Raw to give an update on Edge. So she's going to give an update on Edge. We, the wrestling fans, already are going crazy. We're like, yes. And listen to what we're saying yes about. We are going, yes. Beth Phoenix is probably going to take an RKO. <laughs> We are endorsing Randy Orton to put his hands on this woman, give her an RKO. Wait, but
1: maybe we're like, oh, since it's Beth, there's no way they're going to let Orton RKO or she's going to get the one up on him. Maybe like give but, him a low blow or something. Quite, maybe uh, we're me, cheering that. Right? To
0: me, it's quite the opposite. Because it's uh, Beth Phoenix and she can take the bumps, uh, then Randy Orton's okay. going to really— a real sickness there. Right. I think that's the, the sickness in the minds of the wrestling <laughs> fans, which is like, oh, he can really kick her ass. Because she can take some bumps because she's freaking Uh, best. uh, She's a legend in the business. She can and she can work still. You know, it's not like she retired due to injury or anything. She's like completely healthy, completely good. I mean, the last time we saw her was in the Royal Rumble, which gashed her whole head open and was like mm -hmm. the complete badass of that Royal Rumble. I don't know how else to say it. So I think that's why everyone's expecting it because it's not like yeah. just some actress or, or somebody or actor coming to play a role. It's no, it's freaking Beth Phoenix. So everyone's expecting, everyone's like salivating for the punt. They're like, punt <laughs> Beth Phoenix, Dang. please. And I'm like, my nah, God, you're going to kill her. Like, <laughs> like what are we happen. doing here, fans? <laughs> and everyone's saying this online and they're saying it like it's a good thing. I'm like, ah, oh, oh. again, like what a time, what a time. In 2020, we are endorsing Randy Orton beat best phoenix up (laughs) that crazy she can take it all right no no you know what i
1: think that thing i think that speaks to like people sort of evolving and broadening the horizons like we don't care it's like it's not a big deal to us you know it's like we see them as equal (laughs) on equal terms equal footing
0: exactly you know I I like how you said that because like I feel like if this were 10-15 years ago yes we would have been had a clear separation of you know the men and the women but it's like you said we we view them on the uh, 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 equal playing field now so everything's good where yeah we just expect that to happen and we're wanting it to happen because we know it's it's going to be cool. And I think it's cool that WWE has evolved to the point where they're letting us have that. You know what I mean? Like they, they know we want that. I guarantee it happens. I mean, WWE knows what we want. And and, and it's just like, <laughs> it's just all good things. Right, the the baby. chat, we want Goldberg. The dog <laughs> the chat saying we must be some sick people for wanting Orton to R Beth on Monday. Yes, we are. You have to be a little touched in the head to be a wrestling fan. Okay, there is no doubt about it. All right, we're all we're all a little fucked up in the head. All right, I have to say it like that. And uh, so IMC Dub says, "What if Orton's about to do the chair thing to Beth?" Beth, oh, but edges yeah. music hits and he attacks him. I would not mm-hmm. be surprised. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it was this week. I almost don't want to say it, but I think it was March. It was either March second or March ninth that they uh, the arena was advertising Edge's return. So Edge, so they were advertising Edge to be there. Uh, so I don't I don't know if it's this week, but it's definitely next week. So Edge is coming back pretty soon, and I think guys, we uh, Brandon and I were talking about doing a special episode, kind of running the, a retrospective of the career of Edge. Uh, full disclosure, this is episode sixty nine. Uh, I wanted to do it for this episode. I just couldn't get it prepared in time. I just thought it would be how how apropos it would have yeah. been for the rated r superstar to have episode uh, 69 <laughs> it would have been perfect mm. but but Brandon we've spoiled it we've we've you, we've given it to goldberg all right we've given it to goldberg <laughs> and uh, i mean the only thing better than a 69 is probably goldberg i would say i don't know how to respond to that uh the only thing better than a 69 is goldberg that's right <laughs> That's what the fans want. Wow. So let's get into it. Let's get into this topic, all right? Or should we save that for the end, brother? Should we talk about a little AEW, brother, brother? Oh, everyone one I go. Uh, either way, either way, i you follow you into the abyss. You know, let's work up, to, let's work up to, to Goldberg, because I know everybody's waiting for Goldberg. We'll give them the main event, brother. You see, even on this <laughs> podcast, everyone's waiting for Goldberg. Uh, as much as we hate him. Uh, but AEW <laughs> oh, Dynamite, let me, let, me, let me explain to you, Brandon. Uh-huh. Well, well, hold on. WrestleMore uh-huh. for 3-3-3. Three three. Your biggest fan uh, yes. is here. Yes. He's here. He's finally he made, made it. it. Uh, to hate it. Brandon said a lot of stupid stuff, Fernando. So you got to play Fernando. catch up. 100% fact. <laughs> Wesley Turner, by the facts. way, is saying it in regards to me doing an Edge episode for epi- uh, episode 69, that I should change the episode number of this episode to 70, play hey. this next week, and then do an Edge episode at 69 that's it's a great idea nobody knows nobody's gonna know what order we did this in now that I've said it on air live (laughs) but anyway getting into AEW dynamite because Brandon did not see it like anything past the first 10 minutes I've said this before and I feel like it's it's getting better every week but AEW dynamite is hitting their stride they are definitely just on the up and up like I have nothing to critique about AEW Dynamite. I don't have anything to say in terms of bad camera angles. I have nothing bad to say in terms of commentary. I have nothing bad to say about AEW right now because I think the talent is learning how to produce TV, how to be on TV, how to get their personality across. I like the way they opened. I like that they opened with the Iron Man match. That was very untraditional. Usually, you put an Iron Man at the end of the show. Not at the beginning. By the way, the chat's saying that we should make this episode sixty-eight point five, so that we can do <laughs> edge, edge point as, five it, yeah. just point five it, and we can do episode seventy for or sixty-nine. I should say for edge. That makes complete sense. But AEW Dynamite. Um, the one thing, you know, if I had to critique something, and yes, the chat. Look, the chat's asking this. He missed the first part of it, but he's asking. He goes, did, <laughs> he fell asleep again watching AEW, <laughs> didn't he? Yes, yes, he did. And it was worse. It was like it was like he was in, in a coma this time. But what I was gonna say is AEW that the one thing I have to critique about um, Iron Man matches in general. I told Brandon while he was still awake. I yes. told Brandon, I go, I know how this is gonna end. He's like, what? I'm like, it ends. Iron Man matches always end the same way, which is here is one a piece or two a piece in terms of falls, and then this match is going into sudden death, and I'm. It, I'll be damned if that's not exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Is They had one apiece, Hangman Adam Page one one per pack, and then okay. they go to sudden death. Does, I, I does said Hangman, film? by the way. Whoa, whoa, wait a <laughs> second. Kenny Omega. I just, <laughs> I just realized I said Hangman. His, his drunken yes. partner. His There's drunken the same partner. guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. See, I get savage for this kind of thing in the chat. But it happens at least it's his partner. That's
0: why I thought that it's, it's like closer. there's like there's like a connection there When you think of it, it's just because you think private party and the Street Profits look exactly alike <laughs> That's different very yeah, different
1: right. uh, But yeah, you, so you don't think it adds to the drama or the suspense of the match like being like oh sudden death You know, oh it, that it, possibility it is going to end in the draw
0: and I was excited for it. Don't get me wrong but at the same time it was like okay we get it like this is how why why are you even doing an iron man match i don't know it's just like i I want one iron man match where somebody wins three to two or something or just just have it have them win like it's right it's just like kind of like i don't know it's become dated to me to just do the one a piece and then sudden death like when it happened to bret hart and Shawn michaels it was revolutionary no pun intended uh revolutionary at the time uh and it's just been it's just overkill from there um, and
1: how about sort of the biggest news to come out of this uh, this matchup is uh, Orange Cassidy meeting
0: the Bastard. Oh, Orange Cassidy uh, the, is facing pack <laughs> awesome. at AEW Revolutions. So if if I wasn't going to order that pay-per-view before, I'm definitely ordering it now because like <laughs> they're doing... They're getting Orange Cassidy right. As much as like Jim Cornette goes, Goddamn, pal, Orange Cassidy is <laughs> killing the business. You got the young bucks doing their flippy shit, and then you got Orange Cassidy, who moves like a sloth. Goddamn, pal, he's killing the business. But... Orange Cassidy, he's worth... He's going to be worth the price of admission because I don't know if anybody knows this. If you don't, if you're not familiar with Orange Cassidy, the guy can work. That guy could actually work his ass off and he's having his first match on AEW's pay-per-view here. I mean, that's, that's, that is a lot of pressure and I think he's going to, he's going to succeed. And mark my words, it is going to get a huge pop because what they're going to do is that He's going to get his ass beat down by Pack. Pack's going to just woof his ass, and there's going to be a, a light switch moment where Orange Cassidy's like, I got to fight this guy, and he's going to start mounting the offense, and he's going to start moving fast and start doing stuff, and people are going to come unglued because they finally got Orange Cassidy doing what they wanted him to do all along. That is a great payoff. It's a great payoff. Worth the price of admission Worth the price of admission brother <laughs> brother Let me tell you what else is worth the price of admission Yeah I want you to go ahead To ProWrestlingTees.com <laughs> Slash a kitty for your thoughts And buy one of our t-shirts Stomp out bullying yeah Yeah dig it
1: <laughs> Fantastic I mean if you guys don't want to contribute To charity after that
0: Our really? t-shirts too cold to hold Too hot to handle yeah Oh yeah. Let me tell you something brother I want you to stop out bullying All my Hulkamaniacs out there I want you to go ahead and buy a shirt, rip it off And then throw the proceeds to stop out bullying I don't know I got into stop like <laughs> <laughs> I left my Hogan impression and started going into like something else there I don't know My eyes started rolling back in my head a little bit there started <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn bro Absolutely ridiculous. You gotta hit them all, man. You gotta, wait, who'd you hit so far? You hit uh, AJ Styles, and Macho Man, the Little Hogan. I try some
0: new ones someday. You got them all,
1: man. You're, you're hitting them
0: all tonight. <laughs> so, so let's talk about uh, hitting them all here. So Cody Rhodes uh, apparently hit his toe on the way down last week after ah. that cage match and uh, broke his toe. And oh. I told this to Brandon. All right, so so I wanted to talk about this in the box. I told this to Brandon. I'm like, Bro- Cody Rhodes broke his toe after that. And uh, Brandon, I don't know, if for anybody who's listened to this podcast since the beginning, Brandon Brandon's response was, yeah, man, th- those broken toes are nothing to mess with. Brandon is still nothing talking about, about back in July when he stubbed his toe in a parking lot. Look. And he was comparing himself to Cody Rhodes and trying to call himself tough. He was trying to say he was as tough as Cody Rhodes for kicking his own foot. Across a curb in a parking lot. Look, like, if you
1: haven't kicked your own foot across a curb in a parking lot, you really just don't know the feeling. I for, mean you just can't describe it. It's
0: just excruciating pain. Brandon's gonna do one of those don't try this at home promos for like, like for this podcast. Don't try this at home uh, audience, I'm telling you Broken toes is really no joke. Broken yeah. toes. Mental Cody mental is- lacerations. <laughs>
1: Cody Rhodes is an absolute warrior. I mean,
0: wait, so the nail came clean off? The nail came clean off on social nail media. Go find it on his, on his uh. On his social media. And look, Fernando even remembers. He goes, I remember episode 30 or something, right? Yes. Literally 30 episodes ago, Brandon was talking about stubbing his toe. And Brandon I, Brandon's still I, complaining about this toe to this day. Cody Rhodes fell off a 15-foot cage and broke his toe. But Brandon stubbing it in the parking lot apparently is the equivalent. I, Fernando I also says, a real fan of this podcast, who, did not, who missed the beginning, unfortunately. He says, are you doing Styles promos for Undertaker? I already did. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm going to call out the dead man. You, you, you think you had the best of me in Saudi Arabia. Well, I, I, I had wrestled three people. You just come, Johnny come lately, just come out. Are you trying try, try, try to beat the phenomenal one? You can't do that one-on-one. So I challenge you at WrestleMania, me against you. Yeah. And Hollis is here. All the usual suspects are filtering hey. in. They're finally getting home from their from their commute from work. <laughs>
1: work. My mom, Like, what the hell is
0: this? Why are these guys alive right now? And, and Hollis is telling <laughs> you to get over it, talking about your broken toe. Thirty <laughs> hey, look, episodes, brother. Thirty weeks—in other words, thirty weeks of your broken toe. Speaking of getting over it and being an absolute animal, he—he's going to wrestle this pay-per-view match with a broken toe, right? I mean, what what are they going to yeah. do? I mean, he's obviously obviously not going to not wrestle because of a broken toe, but um, but uh, speaking of not wrestling. Uh, Just so everyone knows, I know we don't cover a lot of New Japan, but New Japan shows are are, are effectively right now canceled until March 15th due to outbreak of coronavirus. Uh, Yes, coronavirus is, is really affecting a lot of shows. A lot of people getting the corona. And uh, they're, they're talking about actually 38% of Americans will not drink corona beer because for some reason they <laughs> correlate it to the coronavirus. Guys, listen, coronavirus has nothing to do with corona beer. So, by all <laughs> means, listen, go out and drink your alcohol because you, for some reason people are worried about getting coronavirus. What they should be worried about is the fact that it's alcohol and it's not good for you. You see you know, the, sh-
1: <laughs> you see the confu- They should have called it woo flu. Instead of coronavirus, because now they are given Corona a bad name, you call it Wu flu, or something like that. Wu or, flu, or, or Woo, or China then, China but then, flu. But then people then it's like, oh, been, okay, that's that.
0: But then people would have been trying to quarantine Ric Flair. People <laughs> would have been like, I <laughs> quarantine Ric Flair. Because I do not want to get flu. I mean, flu. think about that. If someone says flu, like all you think of is someone just going crazy going, Woo, 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 I have a flu. Woo. Like, like, what the hell?
1: Speaking of WooFlu, uh, shout out to Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair. Oh, hell
0: of a match. That is a solid matchup. Hell of a match. Bianca Belair is going to go places. That's right not like Brandon Brandon's going places no. he's going going to hell uh, <laughs> I'm trying to stay away from the woo flu that's for sure try to stay away from the woo flu Woo!
1: <laughs> i i think it's coming here we're all going to get it it's but okay wrapping, it's just like the flu right yeah. we'll all, we're
0: we'll all, we're all going to get it we're all going to yeah. get it together brother brother So uh, in wrapping up our AEW uh, Dynamite talk, uh, the 21st week of the Wednesday Night Wars, AEW got 865,000. NXT got 717,000. So AEW is definitely coming out on top. I don't think it'll be long before we crack a solid mill. Because, uh, yeah, AEW is on the right track. Not to say NXT is not. Okay, so I'm not trying to compare mm-hmm. the two necessarily, but AEW is definitely doing well. I mean, we, we heard that JR, the funniest bit of commentary was when uh, the natural <laughs> Dustin Rose and Jake Hager were battling out and there's a thing of Dippin' Dots and JR is going, not the damn Dippin' Dots! Get away from there! And, uh, it was lovely commentary. It was, it was so amazing. And then sure enough, Excalibur exit on. <laughs> he goes. He goes. Oh my God! He hit him in the Dippin Dots. He's like, no! Get them the hell away from there! I like that Jr. I'm just gonna be blunt. Jr. is poking fun at himself. You know, he's an old, old fat guy. You know what I mean? Like, so he likes food. You know, so it's just it's it's cool to hear Jr. having fun, especially at this this stage in the game. You know what I mean? Jr. He's got less. He's got more time uh, behind him than he has in front right. of him. Let's just say it like that. And, but uh, yeah, yeah, the JR commentary awesome. is vastly improved. They're starting to they're, they're get they're chemistry. Yeah. Like Their yep, chemistry is building. Yeah. And I think that has a lot to do, believe it or not, I think it has a lot to do with Tony Schiavone and Britt Baker as well. So t- Tony Schiavone is kind of getting to have fun with it too, which is helping the, the booths in general have fun. And yeah, the the chat's telling me Dippin' Dots are delicious, though. As if I don't think Dippin' Dots are delicious. Dippin' Dots are probably the best thing to happen. We're going to go get a sponsorship from Dippin' Dots because I want some free damn Dippin' Dots. I want a Kenny for your thoughts flavored Dippin' Dots. There's going to be one yellow and one chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get that, Brandon? I see what you did there. (laughs) Because I'm Asian. But anyway.
1: (laughs) Dippin' Dots. I mean, holla at you, boy. Get over there.
0: He's giving away some charity money. You know, Brandon, so so a couple episodes ago, Fernando will probably tell me what episode number I'm talking about, but we were talking about the worker's handshake, and Shannon Moore giving me the worker's handshake. Yeah. So I'll be damned if uh, they, the... The Broken Skull Sessions with the Big Show opens up, and Stone Cold gives him the handshake, and he does this, and he goes, I thought I'd give you the old worker's handshake, and then, uh, and Big Show's like, oh man, I haven't done that in years, and he goes, yeah, it's stupid, man, you remember that, where you give him the limp fish, well, why? and I was like, oh, wow. I'm like, listen this is to legit. this, I'm like, listen to this, you know, somebody had tried to educate me on this, and I was like, I don't believe you, brother, brother, he's trying to work me, he's trying to pull the wool over my eyes, trying to kayfabe me, brother, brother. Kenny, you're one of the boys, bro. Apparently That's what I, this means. Apparently I'm one of the boys, brother, brother. Speaking of brother, brother, one more time, if you would like to buy one of our <laughs> new t-shirts, Don't Hate Brother Brother, all proceeds will go to Stomp Out Bullying. It is available on ProWrestlingTees.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. Again, I emphasize as much as I joke uh, usually about buying one of our t-shirts, I will donate every penny of this to Stomp Out Bullying. Um, <laughs> And I will not take a dime for myself. I might maybe maybe I'll throw Brandon a dime. Just one singular dime, because if I don't pay Brandon, he doesn't show up to these episodes. Just like That's I've right. told y'all in the past. <laughs> We're gonna punt bullying like Orton's gonna punt. Death <laughs> meaning. <Phoenix. laughs> and Fernando says ep- Fernando said episode forty eight, I think. Fernando knows <laughs> Fernando has this all memorized, okay? All right. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. But let's get to the elephant in the room. The one that you tuned into this episode for. And no, it's not me giving Brandon crap. What it is, is Goldberg winning the Universal title. Brandon, I am so excited to hear your Gold shitty thought. I mean, your Berg. thoughts on <laughs> this situation.
1: Berg. I mean, look, obviously it was awesome. It shocked the world. Look at it. Everybody's freaking out about it. I mean, we got some serious heat generated. I mean, this opens up, the, you know, the matchups for Mania possibly on who Goldberg ended up facing. Um, that
0: it's a shocking moment. Great win for Goldberg, of course. Do you think this was supposed to happen? Like, do you think this was like the plan all along? I think so you still need another it's it's Goldberg you know that's a big marquee I'd, I'd heard match rumors for anybody. though my thing is I'd heard rumors that you know original rumors talk about the Fiend facing Roman Reigns and then um, Goldberg wasn't even supposed to be part of the Mania card and then uh, John Cena ver- facing Elias now right. about a week ago rumors came out that there's, there's rumors that the Fiend is facing John Cena now and then um roman reigns is facing goldberg right and so everyone's think, like yeah. oh no does that mean goldberg's winning the title and uh, i was trolling everybody and, and truthfully i didn't want this to happen but i was trolling everybody on our social medias uh aka fyt wrestling uh and saying i had a countdown to the fiends title reign ending and i had it <laughs> ending at a little bit over three o'clock and our friend drew can attest to this because we were watching the event and uh, he'll tell you that countdown ended almost to the exact moment of when, uh, when <laughs> the Fiend lost the title. I felt so bad that I had actually made that yes. countdown because it legitimately happened. You made it happen, Kenny. Uh, you're right. I feel like I, I did You changed the rest of the world. I feel like I did it. And uh, he won off of a suplex. Did you see that thing? <laughs> He did like, not get The Fiend. The fiend. I don't know if he sandbagged hey, or what. Hey, The Fiend's but, a big boy. Yeah, he's yeah, trying, he did, and but he, uh, trying to yeah, sandbag. He did not moves. get that. I feel like they should have done that again. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't know where to start with this one. But Goldberg, you know, when he hit that first spear in the match, when he hit that first spear, my heart skipped a beat. Because I'm like, oh, no. Like, is he just going to beat The Fiend off of that? And he didn't. And I, there was some hope in me, damn it. And I was like, okay, maybe The Fiend is winning. No. No, Goldberg hits him with a quote on what they're calling a jackhammer. I call it throwing your dirty laundry onto your bed. That's what it looked like. And beats The Fiend clean. Clean as a daisy there. Clean as that laundry is going to be after you wash it, all right?
1: Look, if there's anybody that's gonna beat The Fiend clean, it's gotta be a Goldberg type Wait, guy, here's right? My problem, he, right? Hit him, he hit him with a few spears, actually, and, you know, the jackhammer. Look,
0: The Fiend's a big boy. <laughs> that's I can't... Bray Wyatt, you're next! Like, <laughs> yeah. and he, he was. Unfortunately, he was. And that's my thing, so, viruses and threats, no, no viruses or threats detected on my computer, that's what the sound you just heard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but let me talk about a virus in the wrestling world, which is Goldberg <laughs> And a threat <laughs> wow. to the wrestling world right now, Bill Goldberg yeah. But my thing is, Goldberg Let me get a little controversial Which is, a lot of people are gonna They think maybe I'm giving this shit I, I'm okay with Bill Goldberg being the Universal Champion I am completely fine with Goldberg being the Universal Champion What I'm not okay with is is the fact that The Fiend even got the title in the first place. Because you have a character like that, they, they were damned if they do, damned if they didn't. They put themselves between a rock and a hard place. The Fiend should have never got the title for the simple reason that his character didn't need it. I feel like ever since The Fiend has gotten the um, universal title, he's gotten worse. Now, hmm. they did it good where Bray Wyatt had the WWE, or sorry, the normal universal championship and then the fiend had like the weird the championship like right. they 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 did it all right but the point was no matter what you do with this was going to f up the fiend and how do you get the title off of him at that point nothing would have been accepted besides him just steamrolling through the roster ironically like Goldberg did in the 90s that was the only thing that people would have accepted and i mean we're what November, December, January, February, four months into the rain, he's lost the title. Now in kayfabe, again, here's... Again, I'm trying to... Guys, don't don't kill me now. I'm trying to make a positive out of a negative here. Bill Goldberg in kayfabe is one of the strongest characters in professional wrestling history. And I talked about this ironically two nights before with another friend of ours who went to AEW dynamite, by the way, who was on camera in a dark order mask, <laughs> which is hilarious. So shout out to him because it was hilarious. I told him, he goes, I'm going to AEW dynamite. I'm going to wear a mask. And I because I don't want people to see me. I told him if you wear that mask, you're, you're going to end up on television, ironically enough. And sure. And sure <laughs> enough, I was right. But speaking of being right again, the fiend losing the title. Uh, Goldberg beat Brock Lesnar clean, a prime Brock Lesnar, your WWE champion, your current WWE champion. Goldberg can whoop everybody. It made sense in kayfabe. Again, I don't crucify me for this. It made sense in kayfabe for Goldberg to beat the fiend because he's that unstoppable character. That doesn't mean that I liked it at all because I don't think they went about this right. I think uh, and and let me read this opinion because everyone's agreeing with Mm. with uh, someone in the chat here doc doc says I think they should have built him up more and then eventually give him the title at mania I agree with that talking about the fiend I agree with that too It's like I feel like they pulled the trigger on the title a bit too early and then took it off of him prematurely at the same time but with Goldberg yeah, Goldberg having the title I'm actually excited to see Goldberg versus Roman Reigns because we know for a fact that Romans not getting one damn boo that's, I think, the consequence of it. I think that's why Vince did it. He's like, damn it! Vince is a Roman, Roman needs the cheers. And Tampa Bay. I don't know. Because there was no way Roman was getting cheered against The Fiend. <laughs> nope. The Fiend is the most over-character. But now you have an intriguing match of him versus John Cena, if that rumor comes true. John right. Cena's going to get a split reaction no matter what. Right. And Cena can take the loss. Exactly what I was going to say. He can take the loss, but not only that, he can take the booze and turn them into something that completely helps Bray Wyatt. He's that kind of character. And... I mean, again, I'm I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited for Mania. I'm not, I know a lot of people were talking about canceling their WWE network and they were like, this is that. And like, we've heard that all before, but damn it, you're going to re-sign up the network for WrestleMania. Like, not that I agree with it. I I posted something very negative after, after Super Showdown. I was like, this is the moment, you know how Jericho at WrestleMania 33, that was the moment that made him quit basically and say I want to go to another company I said this is going to be the moment that Bray Wyatt says I want to leave WWE Mm. because he lost he built this character up only to lose clean my issue too was after the fact I know they made Bray Wyatt the fiend get up and he disappeared afterwards but I feel like in my heart of hearts what should have happened is that Bray Wyatt as soon as he ate the pin he should have kicked out and stood up So, and at least it would have been like, I lost the title, but boom, I stood up. Goldberg only got me for three seconds and then he could have just stared at him and then like then disappeared. So I felt like that should have gone off a little bit quicker. And I think I would have been okay with it a little bit more because then it was, it's more so that Goldberg didn't beat me. He just happened to get the best of me for three seconds. Yeah. Yeah and then um you know the chat saying you know that makes sense though i feel roman is more over than he's ever been and i agree with that but i don't think they wanted to risk it um hmm. that's just my opinion i don't think they wanted to risk uh him having a negative reaction you know right. so
1: now they could pull what was it wrestlemania where it was uh, goldberg and
0: uh uh, was Lesnar and they just shut sh- sh- on everything. <laughs> Do you understand that Survivor Series 2003, the the WWE champion was Brock Lesnar and the World Heavyweight Champion was Goldberg? It's crazy. 2003. 17 years later going into WrestleMania 36, They're you know back. who the world champions are? <laughs> yes. Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Almost two decades later And we have the same champions in that sense And now Roman Reigns Just so you know Roman Reigns was asked And again this is why I think maybe the Fiend Was penciled in to face Roman Reigns Because he was asked when they were Announcing Wrestlemania Hollywood in Los Angeles Or Inglewood to be exact He was asked if he'd rather face Bray Wyatt or Goldberg And his exact answer was I would rather, much rather face the Fiend No offense to Goldberg I think he's a great performer, he's a great superstar But I'm into the future right now now here's my question: We got SmackDown coming uh, in about two hours. What happens if the Fiend beats Goldberg? And like, it, this is like some attitude era booking I'm giving you right now, bro. I'll give you some attitude era booking, bro. It's Supposed to be Vince Russo, by the way. <laughs> um, but what if they do a rematch within 24 hours, and the Fiend wins the title back, and then we got swerved? <laughs> Completely swerved and thought that Goldberg yep. was taking this title to Mania, but they just get, gave it to him for one night just to get the wrestling world talking. How would you feel about that? Oh man. Uh, at this point, I kind of just want him to hang on to it to Mania.
1: Like I kind of like the idea of the Mania matchups now. So you
0: want so you so you want Roman Reigns versus Goldberg and, yeah, and the want, fiend yeah, versus want, John Cena. Versus Cena okay. yeah. Fair enough. Now, but but what if? That is what we get. What if uh, the Fiend gets the title back and he faces John Cena so Cena can get his record-breaking title? Ah, uh-uh, 17. It, right? Mm-hmm. So now we, So there, I give you that. I'm playing Devil's Advocate here. I'm playing Fiend's Advocate. Run. Oh.
1: And it's like, yeah, I'm torn. It's like, right. I kind of want Cena to get 17 at Mania. And, and it's my thing, right? it gives, right. yeah, it's a good rub for Wyatt if he wins.
0: I don't know. Yeah, right. it's tough. And, in rap- and there's still what the chamber too, the elimination chamber. There's, there's still the chamber. Yeah. yeah, you still got some. You still got some time before Mania. Remember, it's not all. All hope is not lost, guys. But again, this is the point I was trying to make in wrapping up about this topic and in wrapping up this episode, uh, is that sometimes we, as wrestling fans, myself included, I'm not perfect. Um, we jump the gun too much on our reactions, and social media is an instant, uh, instant outlet sometimes, and we don't let things play out. I, I pointed out to everybody in social media uh, that The Undertaker lost the title three days later to Hulk Hogan after winning it at Survivor Series 1991. That's where I get the famous uh, Tuesday in Texas promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> uh, go watch that promo if you haven't. But imagine if social media existed back then. It would have been like, they buried The Undertaker. He's the best thing going because he was. He was the Bray Wyatt of 1991, The Fiend. He was the best thing going. and He'd lost clean to Hogan and Warrior and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, imagine if social media was around, it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been good. My point is, hopefully, let's see what happens. Smackdowns in a couple hours. Let's see what happens. Um, Going into WrestleMania, I think we're going to be completely surprised. We may get a lot better of a Mania than we're expecting. So I'm trying to remain positive, Brandon. He's a positive guy. He's got a positive outlook. Right. Speaking of which, you have a positive quote? (laughs) I, was I don't I didn't have a quote well wait a wait to put me brain go ahead you talk about something. while I find a positive <laughs> quote uh yeah i will I will say um oh uh
1: orton looks really good
0: wow, in his segment <laughs> i think i think i found a I, I found a quote that ties into the fact that you just failed miserably. Uh, so I'll, I'll go ahead and read this. The quote is, you're literally doing your fucking best. And if no one is proud of you, be proud of yourself. Brandon, I want you to be proud of yourself. <laughs> I was really proud of that. And Fernando it. says, Brandon is a per- great example of not perfect. And you know what the funny part is? He got that, he got that in before I read the quote. <laughs> yeah. So Fernando had said that about you before we read the quote And guys I do want to remind you that if you were Offended by anything Brandon said there is Always a disclaimer I like to play before We go off air so I'm going to play that And guys Brandon In wrapping up Anything you want to say before we go off air John Cena Will win 17 times At some point Oh he will I guarantee it But guys before you leave if you're on the YouTube live chat Right now please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe if you haven't already, but I'm going to leave you with the z- disclaimer for anybody who's offended at Brandon Brown.
1: Hello. The opinions expressed by Brandon Brown during this podcast are his alone. They do not necessarily reflect the opinions and views of the Kenny Free Thoughts podcast. To anyone I may have offended, my humblest apologies.